Welcome to Bundesliga Recap. I will be recapping Germany's games in the uh, Nations League, which they face Italy and England, both 1-1 draws. First, I'm going to go over the squad. Germany uh, took three goalkeepers as standard. First, obviously, Manuel Neuer, Kevin Trapp, and Oliver Bauman. Ter Stegen, uh, quote from Hansi Flick, he needed rest after the season, battling injuries through some of the season. Pretty solid. Manuel Neuer starts both games. He's a number one. He'll be clear number one. He gets injured. Ter Stegen, I would guess, for the World Cup, will be the number two. Kevin Trapp, yeah, he's he's a good goalkeeper, and he's serviceable. Oliver Bauman, same. But, obviously, you want Manuel Neuer in goal, and he made some key saves in both these games. The defenders. Um, there are seven defenders that have been taken by Hansi Flick, Antonio Rudiger, Nicolas Sula, Jonathan Ta, Lucas Klosterman, Theo Ketter, and Nico Schlutterbeck. Um, Hoffman also played out on the uh, right as a right wing back, but he was listed as a midfielder. Um, in the game versus Italy, Kerr uh, was um, left back, Rudiger was left center back, Zula as a right center back, and Hendricks, Hendricks as right back. That was the back four. And then versus England, they went to a back five. Raum as a left wing back, Schlotterbeck as a left center back, Suniger as a central one, Klosterman as a right center back, and Hoffman on the right wing back spot. In the midfield versus Italy, it was... Goretzka and Kimmich as a double pivot, and Müller playing the 10. Both the other midfielders that were taken were Marco Royce, who um, has some injury concern, Ilkay Gundogan, Jonas Hoffman, Julian Brandt. Uh, Benjamin Hendricks also listed as a midfielder, but played in more plays in defense. So was David Rahm, Anthony Stack, and Jamal Musiala. Versus England, it was just two um, in the middle of the... I get in the middle um, of the park. It was Gunawan and Kimmich. Kimmich being the key man, I believe he's a nail-on starter. But we will have to see what Hansi Flick goes to um, during World Cup. I have to believe it's most likely going to be a back four. With the defenders starting against Italy, we will have to see, though. The forwards, there's a list of Serge Gnabry, Timo Werner, Leroy Zane, Kav- Kai Havertz, Lucas Nemensha, Kareem Adeyemi. Uh, versus Italy, it was Werner, Sané, Gnabry, and uh, versus England, it was Müller, Havertz, and Musiala. Both worked okay, I would say. In versus Italy, we'll go over this one uh, first. I started with a back four. It was a four-two-three-one. Uh, Werner playing as a lone striker. Sané as a left winger or left midfielder. Gnabry's right midfielder, um, Muller as the center attacking midfielder, as per usual. I believe he will definitely be starting. Hoffman came in the 59th minute for Hendricks as their uh, right back. I don't know if that's exactly where Hansi Flick sees him, although he's been, he played at right wing back and right back. That could be where he fits into this squad. His I would say his primary position is probably in the midfield, but he also can play right back, so I think that could be a place where we see him for the German squad. I don't think he really fits into anywhere else over the others. Jamal Musiala also comes on. He comes on for Sané. Uh, Gundogan comes on in the 69th minute for Goretzka. 
Havertz comes in uh, for Muller. And David Raum comes in in the 80th minute for Serge Gnabry. But I, re- I really do think this is a team with with depth and diff- ways to play differently. Um, I I would like to see Schlotterbeck play a lot, but I think the back, I mean, the pairing, at least in this game, is solid. Rudiger and Sula seem to work fine. Z- uh, Rudiger as being the more pacey center back, rangy, and uh, Zula being the more physical force. But I, re- I mean, it's a really good, uh, solid back line. The wingbacks aren't exactly. I would prefer David Raum over uh, Tilo Kerr. Um, Kerr played twenty seven matches for PSG, scored two goals, was fine. But Raum was absolutely obses- um, exceptional for um, Hoffenheim this season, and I really think I would prefer to see him at left back. Um, he's an attacking option, so if you're going to play more conservative, like if you're going to play in Italy or uh, uh, in England, you might want him sitting back more if you're in the back four like in this game, but you might want your left back sitting further back. But, I mean, realistically, I think he can really be a very good option, and I'd prefer to see him at left back. Um, and then in the midfield... It's it was I mean this is a traditional formation Hansi Flick used, and I like I like I I like the lineup. I would the only changes I would really wish to be made were David Raum, and then I want Kai Havertz instead of Timo Werner, um, and just because Kai Havertz plays, I would say more like a striker. Werner was fine in this game, but he had the least touches of any outfielder player who played ninety minutes. He only had thirty. He didn't get involved too much. He was dispossessed twice. He was offsides. I mean, that seems to be a uh, problem of his. He had zero shots, so didn't impact the game that much in that way. When Kai Havertz comes on in different position, I mean, granted, but he he had 20 minutes, didn't have any shots. He only had seven touches, so he didn't get involved too much. But I would like to see him play striker because he played pretty well for Chelsea in that position, getting eight goals. But he moved there later in the season. His expected goals was even higher. He had uh, a minutes per goal of two hundred and twenty-six. But after he moved to uh, striker, he was absolutely exceptional for Chelsea. So I really do think he could move. I I mean I don't understand why he isn't gonna play striker I think right now as a team he's more I mean this is essentially the Bayern Munich attack the midfield is uh what Hansi Flick is worked with and the um and the Muller Gnabry and Sané line is also what he worked with at Bayern and I would say the Havertz isn't a like for like replacement with Lewandowski but he's a lot more similar to him than Werner so I'd rather see him over Timo Werner I guess that might just be my preference. Although this Italy game went fine. Um, Germany outshot them, but only by one. There was seven offsides for Italy, so they were pressing two. Germany had more shots on target, although Italy did hit the woodwork. Um, I was. It was a 70-minute goal from Pellegrini. They got Italy's goal. And I was, it, was, it was a fall of Sula, because he... He tried to shield his man away from the ball that crossed the six-yard line. And, I mean, there's a, there's a lot that collapsed on that play. But I think, realistically, Sula should have been clearing the ball instead of worrying about his man. Because 
What he did is he shielded the ball right into Pellegrini's path. Pellegrini had an easy tap-in. So that was not good. And this was also a completely rotated Italy squad because of they had an, the embarrassment to uh, Argentina. Completely different squad. Not a single one of the players starting, uh, besides Donnarumma, was the same as that uh, Argentina game. So just completely different for them, new for them. But, I mean, realistically, Kimmich was our best player. He cleaned up a messy ball in the box three minutes after Pellegrini's goal. So, giving Germany the equalizing point. And, I mean, to move on the Nash- in the Nations League, I'll talk about Germany's 1-1 draw in England in a second, but right now they're in a tough spot. What I mean by that is they're third. In, they're third. They get to play, obviously, I would say definitely the easiest team in the group, Hungary, but although we did tie them 2-2 in a uh, group in the Euros. But if Germany can win, they will... Uh, definitely be at least second, and they need some help from England, at least, to uh, help them uh, overcome Italy. Because if they beat Hungary, they jump to five points. Um, Hungary obviously won't, won't get any. England uh, can't touch Germany if they get three points, because they're only on one point. And Italy is at four. So if England can beat Italy... And Germany wins, Germany will go through. If uh, Italy draws, uh, Germany will need to, to win by two to advance. We'll see how that goes. That is very possible, but it's going to be very interesting. And if they win by one, they would have to outscore Italy. And we'll see how that goes. Just giving you the situations to move on. Although this really isn't all about moving on. It's all about... Oh, actually, never mind. Scrap everything I just said. There's a second round of games in uh, the September window, so they'll fight again for that. But, I mean, to get pole position in this group, it's going to be tight. I think Germany can definitely beat Hungary in this game, and this is where I want to see the lineup. Is it going to be a back five? Is it going to be a back four? That's where I really want to see because that... I mean, it's the decider because they've gone to a back four once and a back five once, and we'll talk about the back five now. Versus Italy, Neuer starts in goal again. A solid outing uh, for him. He made a couple of really nice saves, especially one. Uh, it was a one-on-one. It was a ball across the box. Kane gets onto it. Neuer gets his body in front of it. It was a very nice save. But the defenders were much different. Round playing as a left wing back, Slaughterback as I've covered, but it was a back five. And Slaughterback, Rudiger, and Klosterman, I think, are a very solid back three. Interesting that Sula does not uh, play in there. Maybe he wanted more people more mobile. Uh, Sula does not. He has he has deceptively fast speed, but he's not the most mobile as he is. Uh, just absolutely monster of a man. He's crazy big. But I would say this formation really really suits Realm and Hoffman too. Hoffman does end up getting the goal and plays pretty well in this game. He only has one shot, but that does end up in the back of the net. He plays 65 minutes. Uh, Kimmich gets an assist, and it's just a goal and assist. It shows how key of a member he is to this team. He had 88 touches. He uh, took three corners. He had four four accurate crosses and two of three accurate long balls just to show how good he's been. He had one interception, five recoveries. He didn't get dribbled past twice, though, so there, he wasn't perfect. He was fouled once. Um, he won most of his duels. 
and was overall really impressive in this game, just like he was in the uh, Italy game. And I think this pretty much definitely cements his spot as the heart of this, uh, in this Germany team. If they're in a back five or they're in a back four, he's definitely got one of the two center uh, deep-lying uh, center midfielder spots. No questions asked. Then I think it's a position between Gundogan and uh, Goretzka. And if they go to a back four, I kind of want to see Goretzka just because he's more of the enforcer. He can cover but more ground. Gundogan's more of a goal threat, better on the ball. But I would say uh, I would give the nod to Goretzka just because he's more mobile and can uh, clean up fires with Kimmich. Especially if you play a big team in the World Cup like we will, like Germany will have to do against Spain. So, just looking ahead to that. Uh, Muller, Havertz, and Musiala weren't all great. Musiala did not have a good game. He com- did complete the most dribbles, too. Um, but he did lose a lot of duels. He had three shots, so it was good to see he got involved. He had uh, 16 out of 19 passes. Uh, two of his shots were blocked. One of them was on target. He did force a save. He was also dispossessed eight times. So it just shows he was inexperienced in the game. And again, he's 19 years old, so it's going to be a learning curve for him. Kai Havertz does play in the striker role that I want to. I would like to see him in the back uh, with the 4-2-3-1 shape, though. Um, he had three shots. Uh, chances created, he created of two of them. One of his shots was blocked, two of them also uh, for saves. Not bad, 45 touches. Dispossessed twice. Had Did have an accurate long ball. Did help um, on the defense. Had uh, one interception and three recoveries. So he did uh, put in his work. And Mueller, just Mueller, most foul player in the match. Um, he had, did have a shot. Um, his accuracy was on point. And he was overall pretty good. And this is, and this Germany team outplayed England completely. And now maybe you can understand England. I mean, they they weren't fighting for as much. Germany has more more to prove just because of the disaster in the last two major tournaments for Germany and it not going good, especially since England did knock us out of the Euros. But if you look at it in this way. Germany outplayed England for almost the entire match. The really player who really only destroyed Germany was Jack Grealish when he came out in the 72nd minute. He uh, completely toys with the Germany. He finds space. He uh, can move, I mean, just through the box. He's, he he glances past player after player. And honestly, he's been very good, I would say, for England when he's came on. I would like to see more of him just as a neutral. But... Oh, looking back at Germany, um, I'll go over the subs quickly. Starting in the 65th minute, Gnabry uh, comes on for Musiala, and uh, Werner comes on for Hoffman. So double change there, more attacking. Um, that puts them back at a back uh, four. So they went back to the back four at some point during the game, but that was in the 65th minute. Goretzka comes on in the 67th, or 76th for Müller. Fitting to shape more, and then Sané in the 83rd. But I think what this has really just established is that he hasn't really made up his mind on the shape yet. I would like to see a back four, though. I think that suits Germany better, but all things considered, Hansi Flick knows a lot more than I do. So that's going to be interesting to see how he decides to put this German te- Germany team out there. 
I think it's a must-win game against Hungary. I know that, I I mean, as I just realized, uh, Nations League does go for sixth group games, but I, I think it's a must-win. It was a disappointing draw against Hungary 2-2, and I, I mean, Germany kind of got lucky to get out of the group, but I mean, it's, it's going to be a dogfight uh, against this Hungary team, who did, has caused problems, as they did beat England uh, 1-0. They have some good uh, players, so it's, it's not going to be an easy match overall, but I would really look to see that Germany win this game, and it shouldn't be too much of a problem, but I would like to see the formation, and that will tell us a lot. That will wrap up this episode. Uh, next week's episode, we'll be recapping the Germany-Hungary game, also going over the coaches' changes in the uh, Bundesliga, which have been quite a few and very important for some bigger clubs, so look forward to talking about that. Thank you for listening as always, and have a great day. Bye.